Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Good afternoon, good afternoon. Welcome to America's Heroes Group on WVON 1690 AM, the talk of Chicago. I am Vietnam veteran host Cliff Kelly. America's Heroes Group is a live streaming podcast, global platform, radio, print, and digital media broadcast show that empowers change agents through intentionally disseminating information, resources, and referrals to empower our military population. And you just heard our host, Cliff Kelly. This is America's Heroes Group, and this week we have our roundtable with Community Outreach. July is American Diabetes and National Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. You just heard our host, Cliff Kelly, on Saturday, July 30th, 2022. I'm Sean Claiborne, the co-host. Our executive producer is Glenda Smith, and our digital media producer is Ivan Ortega of Scouts Honor Productions. And we have a great show for you today. We're going to talk about some things that we have revisited before in the past and some things that you guys have said that you wanted to hear more about. We have our guest and our panelist, Lisa Gavin. She's on the line with us today. She's the president of Next Level Credit and Funding. And we're going to talk about some of the services that they offer, but then things that you can use in your life today, hopefully to empower yourselves, to building credit and maybe getting a little bit better at the financial game. How are you doing, Lisa? I am doing great today. How are you? Thanks for having me. My pleasure. My pleasure. Pleasure's all ours. So tell us, what do you have to tell us today about the credit game, about things people should be doing to do better when it comes to managing credit, getting credit, maintaining good credit? Oh, we're going to broaden it out today. (laughs) So (laughs) we're going to talk about a little bit more than credit. Because I know in the past we've talked about just how important your credit is, and I think that people understand that concept. I think that uh, it becomes a little short when folks understand how that fits into the broader picture of using credit as a tool to build wealth and to start to move towards your other dreams. Mm -hmm. So when you said my company's name is Next Level Credit, that was the whole thought process is how do you take credit as you understand the foundations of it and take that knowledge to the next level? Okay. So what's the next level? How do you, so I would imagine, and um, it's using credit, and I always believe that if you're getting credit, you should use credit to try to build money. Don't borrow money unless it makes you money. That's my always been my philosophy. Absolutely. The concept of OPM, other people's money. <laughs> so yeah. a lot of times, you know, folks get very afraid to, you know, to get in debt, not understand that, especially in these times. But the beauty of credit is that either you, you have to make a choice. Either I'm going to build my credit and use my credit, as you're saying, to fund the things that I can do that will generate more revenue, that will support the the dream that I have to start this business. Or you have to sit and wait till you amass the cash and save and save and save to be able to fund that. And some people really are of the mindset, I'm just going to save. But unfortunately, while you're sitting there saving, 
Other folks are using other people's money. They're using OPM and they're passing you by. Mm-hmm. And that's scary sometimes when people, that, especially that are conservative, that want to save their money up and try to do things that way. Um, mm-hmm. To be, get into a situation where they feel like they have a noose around their neck, that they get to a point where the bill is due and for some reason something goes wrong and they don't have the money to pay it and now they're in debt and they don't have the cash. So what are ways that you can – what's a smart way to kind of strategize and make sure that you don't overextend yourself but also are being smart about using other people's money? Excellent, excellent Uh, question. I think the biggest misconception that folks have is that when they do access OPM, that they just go out and do their whole wish list. That's that's not how it works. (laughs) Usually we don't get enough money to do everything on the list. You know, so two things have to be done. The very first thing is you have to prioritize the things that are absolutely necessary to perhaps launch the business. Let's say we're talking about a business, the things that are absolutely necessary to launch. And then the second thing is to have cushion money to make sure that you can meet the obligations of the first few months of bills. And so let's just say, for example, I was to get a $20,000 line and my payments for that is $400 a month. I'm planning that at least $400 times six needs to be set aside to make sure that the payments are made on that line Mm -hmm. and that that reserve does not get touched and everything else is then still used to move the business forward. So the issue is that we just don't plan well enough with the funds. It's not that it's a bad thing. Lack of planning is what is the bad thing. Right. I think it's so critical when you borrow money to make sure that you can afford the payments. You have to have some kind of you have to kind of strategize and see when is your cash flow going to come in. I'm, I'm, I always preach this all the time. Cash flow is always king no matter what. Credit is not king. Cash flow is king. But cash flow can help you build credit and also help you afford credit because once you have that money that you owe, you don't want to get put up with that noose around your neck and not have to be able to pay that bill. you got to have the cash flow coming in to make those payments on time. Right. And the credit it helps to, to secure the cash flow. The whole thought of the credit should be to make sure that you're cash flowing. So do I need to do some advertising so that I'm getting more revenues in? Right. Do I need to make sure I have a reserve so I can make sure these monthly payments are taken care of so I don't have the pressure of managing that while I'm pushing to generate more cash flow? So, you know, credit should be part of that cash flow mentality. So right now we have the Federal Reserve been raising rates um, pretty aggressively. So we're seeing that credit is getting more expensive, meaning the rates and yes. rates are going up. How has that affected yes. what you've seen in the street level? Well, you know, the funny thing is the reason that the feds keep upping the interest rates is because they're trying to slow people down. Right. The whole point of going into a bear market, what does a bear do? A bear sleeps, hibernates. Mm -hmm. So when they say we're in a bear market, that's what they're trying to get folks to do. They don't want the economy to be overheated, meaning people just keep buying and buying and buying and, uh, you know, uh, getting things they can't afford and and taking more expensive credit to keep doing whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so the goal is those of us who are driven, oh, we're still going to do what we need to do but we're not going to be out there doing whatever. We're going to cut out the extras. And so that way we can still isolate and use credit to do the things that are a necessity. Keep mm-hmm. in mind, the things that are necessary to generate income. Right. <laughs> so, you know, again, if you have the right mentality, the wealthy wait for opportunities like right. this. Exactly. 
So the people who have the right mindset, oh, believe me, this is a time for them to do more, not less. Exactly. It's just more about you getting becoming smarter about what you're doing. But the whole point is they're trying to get people to slow down on all of this unnecessary spending so that the economy doesn't go over the cliff and officially go into a recession. Mm-hmm. Although we're pretty be. much there. Might, might be. We had two consecutive quarters of negative GDP, yes. which is the definition of a recession. So, Which is that, exactly why I'm saying we're almost there. Yeah, we're pretty yeah, much there by definition. The president's trying to redefine a little bit what a, a recession yes. is because they're saying, oh, but there's so many people working right now. And there's, you know, but the big problem I see right now is the fact that you have so much inflation going on, which the, the Federal Reserve, their primary focus is on inflation. And the, really the only real tool they have is raising interest rates. That's yes. the way of cooling off the economy whenever the playbook yes. says, oh, when inflation gets above a certain amount. Raise interest rates aggressively, which makes borrowing more expensive. Sometimes it causes yes. businesses to, to maybe even lay people off if it goes too long, and their business, their operations becomes too expensive because they don't have the, the access to the credit, the cheap credit they look forward to or like so much. So we'll see where this yeah. leads the next few quarters. But what are some of the smart things that people can be doing right now to take advantage yes. of this type of economy using credit? And talk about well, see, that's where oh, I'm sorry. That, that mm-hmm. people shouldn't be doing because I see a lot of people do the do the do the wrong things with credit, even though they have good intentions, but they're not doing the smart things with their credit in order to make money. Well, see, that's where the the credit piece comes in very heavily, because improving your credit scores makes things cheaper for you. So the interest rates get the highest for the people with the worst credit. That's how the system works. Mm -hmm. So in other words, if you have just mediocre credit, as interest rates go up, of course, those interest rates are going to be even higher for the folks with bad credit. The folks with good credit, or if you work to um, improve your credit, you're still going to be able to navigate in a lower interest rate realm. Mm -hmm. So your thought process should be this hey, let me work on my credit so that my scores are higher, my interest rates go down, so that the additional money that everybody else is paying, if you can go back or if you can at least do everything going forward at better interest rates, you're going to be saving yourself money just by virtue of what you're doing for yourself, Mm -hmm. increasing your credit scores to improve the interest rate offers for you. Do Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. But what do you think it's? If, do you think it's wise now? Because I know people are going to have this question. They're listening right now. Do you, in, in, in July of 2020, or almost August of 2022, is it wise now to start looking at real estate loans, getting involved in real estate, or should we be, be being more patient or maybe waiting for cheaper rates or cheaper deals? Well, remember, I said it's a bear market. What does a bear do? Hibernate. <laughs> mm-hmm. So so your answer is that most things that you can hold off on, you probably want to. Things that still have the possibility of advancing your income, mm-hmm. <laughs> then those are the things that you still look at how you can do those things. But more importantly, start to realign your own finances Mm -hmm. just because this is a good time to just sit back and do things better. You know, look at the extra money that you're blowing. Everybody can look at their budget and see the things that are things they don't need to do. Mm -hmm. But the problem is we want to complain about, oh, the, the prices are so high, but we're still spending the same money. We're still wasting the same money. So this is the time to 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 be like a bear, <laughs> you know, to just gather up 
understand where you are, do what you're doing better. And so that way, when there is an opportunity to launch off and do something that's going to help generate more revenue, you're in a better position to do so because you've already cut down. You've already, you know, minimized some expenses. You've already started sitting a little money aside. So that's the whole point. And a lot of these things are going to um, – come around again, meaning that there's going to be opportunities, as you say, where the interest rates do start to go back down or things level out. You get a better idea of where the economy's going. So that way, as you start to make those next moves, you kind of know the environment that you're functioning in. And I think that's really critical for people to understand that is that the, you have to understand credit or so much the interest rates, I should say, interest rates go in cycles. So right now we're, we're yes. in a cycle where rates are going up. You got to pay attention to those cycles and look at the rates that you have in your credit cards, look at the rates that you have on your loans, your mortgages, your investment properties, whatever it might be, and always be in the hunt for cheaper rates. Because people yes. sometimes get caught up in thinking, well, if I refinance, it's going to extend my mortgage out for several more years. That's not necessarily the case. I hear that all the time. And it drives me nuts when I go to these seminars and <laughs> workshops and I hear people. They say, oh, my God, he took my mom and put her into another 30-year mortgage, but she's went from a 6% rate down to a 2.5% rate, not understanding that you can still pay that house off in the same amount of years if you want to. Just keep making the same monthly payment. The, the beautiful thing is is that you'll actually pay it off faster because you have a lower interest rate. People not paying or, attention yeah. to that interest rate, you know, trying this to get those rates. And we're better yet. Take the lower, you know, refinance, take the lower monthly payment, make one extra payment to principal Mm -hmm. a year. So a lot of times people just don't think about how to outweigh Mm -hmm. (laughs) those options, you know, how to counter against those options. Yeah, take them. You always want lower rates. But again, if you're worried about you're not paying as much into it as needed, make an extra principal payment, which can reduce the number of years that you pay your mortgage exactly. quite so a bit. So, Absolutely. Yep. So again, it's being smarter in this period of time to make sure that credit becomes a focus for you now. So if, if you're sleeping like a bear, don't go completely to sleep. <laughs> make sure that you're working on your credit. Make yeah. sure you're working on improving your score. Because even six months of on-time payment and improvement of your credit can allow you to refinance different things and get better rates. Tell us the three, the top three things in your mind that allow people to get better credit quickly. You mentioned one of them, which is you know paying, making on-time payments for six months. And when we say that, yes. we're talking about all your things. Don't just pick the favorite credit card, the one that you like the most, and keep that on time. Make, you have to make all your payments on time for six months. But what I'm are glad you qualified things? that statement. Yes, <laughs> yes everything has to happen. be paid on time. Yes. We got, all got cousins and stuff, you know, so. <laughs> well, you know, so the first things first, like you said, on-time payments. I see people uh, reduce anywhere from 50 to 100 points because of, of a recent late payment. Now, some people may say, Lisa, that's not true. Well, if you had late payments last month and the month before and the month before, then no, you're not going to drop 100 points. <laughs> but mm-hmm. if you have been paying on time consistently for you know, some months, six months or so, and then you all of a sudden have a late pay, oh, it can absolutely yeah. reduce your scores 50 to 100 points. So, uh, so that's number one is at least make the minimum payments. Even if you can't pay extra, do not miss that minimum payment. And if you have any issues – 
call your creditors and work something out so that you don't slip to late payments for lack of communication. Try to work something out. Try to keep everything paid on time, number one. All right. Mm-hmm. So uh, number two things that you can do to improve your credit score is people usually don't have enough credit to improve their credit scores. Now, some people that confuses them. They're like, well, I got one credit card and I got my mortgage. Two items or lines on your credit is not enough to boost your credit scores faster. It's just not. Mm-hmm. So typically they like to see four to five open active accounts that they can see that you're managing those accounts on time. So if you don't find that you have enough credit currently, you might need to apply for some credit. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, the next natural question is, oh, my God, that means I got to get into debt. Debt and credit are not the same. That's true. So if I gave you a $10,000 credit card right now and you charge nothing on it, are you in debt? That's right. You're not in debt at all. But but you have credit. See, that's the difference. So building additional credit, I would say, for those who don't have enough is a critical step. So that way, by the time you get ready to do something else, a lender sees that, oh, okay, they got these four accounts and, you know, they're looking pretty good and they're not maxed out, which is number three. Mm. (laughs) Keep keep your debt down. You know, you want to make sure that you have nothing over 50% when you're talking about a credit card. And ideally, you want to be around 30. But even if you can't be at 30, just make sure you stay below 50%. And in this period of time that things are moving slow, just work on paying down your debt. I I agree. So that you're better positioned. Right now, in this time and day and age, and the number one thing we can defend, don't take anything away from this broadcast, this half hour second we just did, make sure that you're paying things down in this time frame. As rates are going up, your credit and your credit card bills are going to be becoming more and more expensive because they're going to charge you more interest, which means it's even more critical for you to start paying stuff down. Absolutely. That's amazing. I and think so, yeah, so those are the top three things I think that people can do in this, in this period of time um, just to – to because the credit scores naturally go up when you're managing things well and time helps to improve your credit score so make sure you have enough gas in the tank i call it you need enough fuel to fuel your scores to go up that means having enough active credit and then making sure that credit's well managed Hmm. so what do you see people that are successful doing that are doing using your services the right way doing the smart things with their credit what are the opportunities that they're taking advantage of right now I will tell you, um, we have an initiative under Next Level Credit uh, and funding called Wealth Building for All. So we are educating people to understand how to look at opportunities, how credit is a part of a greater plan to build wealth, how there are different opportunities to build wealth, how building streams of income build wealth, how to take your passion. And, and move it into an avenue that makes money for you. So what I see people doing right now is educating themselves, preparing. Because a lot of people, people are tired of making moves without making the right moves. Mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> what I see is people are networking, collaborating, becoming parts of groups that you know, they feel like they're connected to a network of individuals that have that same goal in mind, and they're learning what they need to do rather than just making a move and making a mistake. Make a move, make a mistake. 
So really what I see people do is getting yourselves prepared for the opportunities because real estate is going to always be an opportunity mm-hmm. if, if you can find yeah. it for the right price. Yeah, and right. people are looking for ways to turn their passions into money-making ideas because social media has opened up a tremendous window mm-hmm. <laughs> of ways to make money. So that's what I see people doing. They're still looking at real estate, and they're looking at how to fund uh, their creative ideas. So, Lisa, how do people connect with you and Next Level Funding? Well, Next Level Credit has a website, but I prefer to send people to our site, Wealth Building for All, because that's where everything is happening at. Um, and that site is wealthbuildingforall.com. And so there you'll understand more about how we're teaching people how to be ready for the, the whole entire goal of wealth building. And, you know, wealth building is a pretty huge term, but I consolidate, you know, contacts with people in real estate, you know, people in wills and trust, people who do um, every different components, insurance, every different component you can think of that needs to be incorporated into a wealth building plan. I've created a network of these individuals from my 20 years of, of helping people one-on-one. So wealthbuildingforall.com would be the place to go. Lisa Gavin, it's a pleasure to have you on our show again. You give us some great information. And once again, people start thinking about getting out of debt or paying these credit card bills down and use your credit to build money, not to get into debt. Build credit, not debt is the message we have today. This is America's Heroes Group. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.